Hello and welcome to Dyna Bros, the official reaction of your Dynamo Faithful. We'll be bringing you post-game reactions with no analysis and all motion, all scenes along. I'm your host, Manny, and with me tonight are Kyle and the Sinsky Man. Again, our Houston Dynamo just lost 2-1 to stupid Kansas City in a pretty demoralizing way. Guys, I don't know if I'm more upset that we lost when there, we had a man up or that we lost because we played not so great. Which one are you guys more upset about? That's got to be the the worst we've played in months. That was so bad. I But even worse, I just don't understand that handball call. I don't get it. This should be a 1-1. They're, the goal they made, okay. The goal we made, okay. But I don't understand that handball call. I don't get what more he could have done there. It It's blowing my mind, and it's all I've been able to think about the whole night. But, yeah, we played so badly. I don't. I don't know. When you're a man up and you can't connect a pass, it's crazy. I'm mind blown right now. I don't even know what to talk about. A man up for over half the game. Over half the game being a man up. That's, this is, that's prime Corey Baird time. What happened? Kyle, where was Corey Baird tonight? He was not. He was activated too late. He came on second half. We needed him. We needed him live right from the red card. Oh, it only works activated. if he's over there for the yeah, red card. He needs to be. Oh. He needs to be on the field. Ah, well, yeah. that's unfortunate. That is unfortunate. Yeah, tough constraints in that, and the way that that goes. Yeah, Kyle, you've uh, you've refed a few games in your in your life. Tell me when you have VAR for those U nine and U twelve games. Um, do, do they look at that handball and say that's a handball, or do they say, hey? Hand in, body turned away. Don't think we're going to call it. What do you think? What are they going to do for you? Yeah. Now, for like the last three hundred years that the sport of soccer has existed, that's never a that's never a handball. That's never a penalty. VAR, for all the good that it does, really that's- makes that part of the game frustrating um, and immensely frustrating. That's never a penalty. That ball is that that is the definition of ball to hand. And he's pulling away. He's trying to get himself out and make himself smaller. He's not making himself bigger. He's already a tiny human being. What 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 is the guy supposed to do? Okay, that's just the most frustrating thing about how that went down. And then even more frustrating that Johnny Russell buries this penalty exactly where you know it's going to go, and Steve Clark for some reason dives the other way. I'm not really faulting Steve Clark here, but Johnny Russell is only going to shoot the ball in one direction. Why are we diving the other way? You know, <laughs> fair. Fair. Um, I we didn't make a lot of chances this evening. I think that that part is very frustrating. But the thing that lingers in my mind the most right now, maybe because it was closest to the end of the game, is that missed chance by Corey at the very end. Yeah. How are you feeling when that ball did not go in the back of the net? That hurt. Barlow put in so much hustle to make that happen, and then just a perfectly on point pass the way it curved around the defenders and right into Corey Baird's running lane. I I'm aghast that he did not score that. And I just feel like of all the goals he's made this year, that had to be the one that he had to make. And then just doesn't like, I don't, that hurt, that hurts so bad. And I don't, you know, I'm not doubting his hustle. I'm not doubting like that. He wanted it. It is our team when we need to finish just seem to not have it. I I hate it. I hate that. I hate that we don't have a guy who just we know is going to bury the ball there. You know, I hate that. 
Yeah, yeah, Corey has been, you know, he's been great these last few games, uh, but when the pressure's on, maybe that's not his time to shine, you know? Uh, guys, have we been playing Bartlow in the wrong spot? Assist in front of the box tonight, and then a pinpoint pass from the right-hand wing? Like, what's... <laughs> do we need to move him up? I don't feel like yeah. the space would get enough action up there, though. That's the problem, I think. A loose, loose assist up there in the box. An assist is an assist, Kyle. I don't know what you want from the man, okay? That's uh, the true. cornerback to our cornerback, <laughs> center back to center back assist is a uh, center back assist to center back goal is a yeah. rare thing, and they pulled it off tonight. Um, that was yeah, that was pretty great. What did you guys think about teenagers' goal? Let's maybe brighten up a little bit here. What did you think about that goal? I was surprised he got pulled off having just scored the goal, and then like didn't come back the second half. But I I liked the goal when teenage shoots like he's he's probably the best. Finisher on the team, percentage-wise, for shots. I think he's 100% for shooting. Yeah, you know? yeah I mean, if he's night. within the six, he's scoring for sure. It happens. Yeah. He, he, it's his first goal of the season, but shoot. We get some more corners with him on the field. Maybe maybe we can score from those. That'd be nice. He looked like he was getting beat a bit on the on the run back there. I wonder if Ben pulled him off to, to bring Mikel on, who looks like maybe he's a little bit quicker. Yeah, yeah. And I man... And that's that's I, not analysis. That's just me talking out of my butt. You know. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and talk out of my butt now and just say I wish Dorsey had come on sooner. Um, he he wasn't even when he did come on. It's not like he changed the game or anything like that. But he had you know just less time to grow into it. Uh, I kind of wish he would have been one of the subs at half. Honestly, um, I think that would have been uh, useful. That no call foul at the end though on Dorsey, guys. How does that happen? All ankle, no ball on the edge of the box, no call. Come on. I, I Especially know when you had just called that Coco foul. Where yes. <laughs> shoulder to shoulder all day. Like, are you kidding me? This referee, man, I, I swear, I, I need to just go get my refing license because apparently you can be blind, deaf, have no sort of brain at all. And and be allowed to be a ref as long as you can run a little bit. Yeah. I want to be clear. The ref did not cost us this game. I don't think this ref cost us this game. You could say maybe the penalty like cost this game. But the cost ref was not points for sure. The ref was for not sure. good tonight. Ref was not good tonight. Um, he spent ten minutes trying to figure out how he could keep oh Johnny gosh. Russell in the game. Seriously. Are you kidding me? That was a red card all day, and he's sitting there for ten minutes and VAR has to tell him. Hey. Yeah, no, no, no call at all. He didn't call anything on that. Originally. Yeah, no foul. Linesman, no call. That was the worst bit of refing I've seen. And all oh my gosh, can the we? The most trash organization in the United oh, States of America. Terrible. You know who's right behind them is the commentating crew that was on this game tonight. <laughs> yes. Can we talk about how this guy absolutely gaslit Houston Dynamo fans the entire time that VAR was reviewing that call, saying, oh, his foot's not that high. It's not really that close to his knee. Oh, this angle doesn't really show that it studs up. The guy, Johnny Russell's studs were as high up as they could be without actually touching Nelson's knee. He hits his, the ball and Nelson's leg at the exact same time. Studs are completely parallel to Nelson's leg. It is an unreal call by the commentators that they could say that this is not a red card offense. This is a red card offense since soccer was invented, okay? Like, get over <laughs> yourself, Sporting Kansas City, FC Dallas, cry baby. 
the other yeah. commentator was even like even with the stud showing the entire time like <laughs> yeah that's true that's true i will say it was only the one guy the other guy was trying to be level and i didn't that guy his... come out and say he was a dallas fan at the end yeah exactly. he's raised in dallas yeah yeah oh man all right all right let's uh you know let's not dwell we've been so good i don't want to dwell on this too much you know like blips are bound to happen you know, on on my scenario that we had to win five from from a few weeks back, we still have three to go. Um, hopefully, we can find it in the coming games. So let's go ahead. Let's move on. The good, the bad, and the ugly. How how sad do you guys want to be? Do you guys want to do the the wor- the bad, the worst, and the worst? I have I have way more do? frustrations to get out. So, <laughs> so however you want to set this up, I I have plenty more to give you. I will uh I will give you guys uh, the mic on this one. We will do. The, what, what, do we, what do we say, Sinsky? What did you call it right before we started? The bad, the worst, and the worst of all. Yes, there you go. Well, we will do the bad, the worst, and the worst of all. And because I feel like I'm feeling uh, the most optimistic somehow on this episode, I don't know how that's possible, uh, but I am. I'll go with the bad, and I'll give you guys the worst and the worst of all. How about that? <laughs> all right. Uh, you know, some things that we've obviously already talked about, um, but I'm going to go with the bad just... Uh, Corey Baird not finishing that last ball again. I know we've already said it, but that was prime time to show yourself under pressure, right? And he he didn't do it. Um, Corey Baird has grown leaps and bounds since last season. I, you know, I want to put that out there. But when the pressure's on, we need him to be able to finish the ball just the same. And tonight he was not able to. Uh, and for that, he's getting called out on the bad. So not this whole game, just that last set of play right there, the bad. Yeah. So Sinsky will give you the worst. I feel like Kyle wants the worst of all. So we'll, uh, we'll give you the worst. Though the worst for me has got to be the fact that we can't pass a ball when we're a man up. Are you kidding me? We had like five foot passes getting intercepted. I don't understand how that happens. You know, the guy you're, you could take a step and you're, you're where you're passing the ball to. What is going on? I didn't understand it. The entire second half, it seemed like we were looking for boys in striped shirts. <laughs> the entire time. It it blew my mind. You're you're passing to a guy in an all black with a little bit of bright orange. That's where the ball should be going. <laughs> You've got an extra man on the field. How are they intercepting everything we're doing? I don't get it. Did we lose the man? It felt like it, which is crazy because every other time we've been a man up this game, I mean, this season, we have absolutely dominated. I even sent that in the text. Guys, I just remembered how good we are when we're a man up. Yeah, yeah. (sighs) Should have forgot about that because it just brought up expectations that were not getting met. That was ridiculous. Pass the ball, connect the ball, and then get in the box and shoot. Yeah. That's the worst. so Sinsky admitting that he jinxed us when he said that after they went down to 10 men. Okay. I don't believe in jinxes, but Jake, I mean, that, that is the worst Sinsky that you jinxed us like that. I can't believe that happened. Um, but here we are. There we go. All right, Kyle, the worst of all, what was it? All right. I I will get there, but I I do have to air out my frustrations. (laughs) The airing of grievances. What is is this Festivus? Is this Festivus? What is this? It's Festivus for the rest of us. And I got something to say to you people. (laughs) I got a lot of things to say to you people. (laughs) The Uh, facts that, yeah, passing was atrocious. Sinski nailed it. That that might be the worst of all, but I don't think so. I think there's something even worse out there in the ether. But the passing was horrendous. 
Brad Smith's crossing, which is essentially what we bought him for, was the worst thing that I've seen on a soccer field in a long time. Uh, the fact that we... I'm watching this game next to my wife who who rarely watches a Dynamo game with me. And she's like, you're oddly calm in this compared to when you watch Tottenham. And I was like, you know, yeah, it's a different experience watching this team. And then it was just like everything went terrible. And she was like, oh, never mind. And she's like, I, I see it now. And I was like, yeah, sorry. When when our team plays like this, it gets it gets worse. So so because I reacted that way, that was worse. That was almost worst of all. Um, it I'm not even that mad at a road loss. Like I get it. We lose on the road. This team has done it a lot. It, it's going to happen. I think it's, it's terrible the way that it happened tonight. The, it was a very, very poor team experience across the board. And that's, that's so frustrating. Like I get you go and you travel to a tough place. That's awful. The fact that we played more than half the game, a man up that's awful that we did not make them look at all like they were missing a player that they were emotionally they they lost a player and then they went and scored another goal that's how bad we were playing right there right that's terrible here is the worst of all though to cap off my frustration this was sporting kansas city the amount of emotional leverage we just gave these awful people because they beat us 2-1 at their house a man down for half the game was incredibly frustrating and it is going to hurt as a fan for a while. And you heard the announcer say at the end of this game, he said, remember that moment when this keeper makes that Corey Baird save as Sporting Kansas City are working their way into playoffs. When they secure a playoff spot, remember that moment. And I was like, yeah, this is going to sting for a long time. Yeah. That's just, it, it is... Doing this to Sporting Kansas City is it is the most frustrating thing, you know. Like, and and also I don't even know if we mentioned this. We are now missing Griffin Dorsey, Luis Caicedo next week against FC Dallas. Like, that's those are two huge losses. Poor, yeah. I'm adding this on. Sorry, Manny. I'm just gonna keep going. Do it. Very, very, very poor defensive challenges for nonsensical fouls for unnecessary yellow cards. Sure. The ref was card happy and being a little bit of a douche about it, but the way that we picked <laughs> up our unnecessary yellow cards to now have player suspensions against potentially one of our biggest season games now, especially with Frisco rising up the table, sporting Kansas city, rising up the table, us fighting for a playoff spot, trying to hold on to fourth and fifth on the playoff spot. Like it is th that's just, nonsense that we would make challenges the way we did to pick up these these yellow cards i am just i'm livid right now i'm i'm actually angry at this game it's been a long time since i've been angry at a dynamo game this one this one got me there and i hate you guys for making me do this <laughs> can i just add one more thing oh at my least, god you guys are bringing me down hard until the red we played terrible manny <laughs> Until the red card, this felt like a rivalry match. We were getting yeah. in players' faces. We're bust. Even moments after the red card, like Escobar, I thought he was going to get sent off near the end of the first half there. Mm, yeah. I didn't think he was coming out for the second half. He was so heated. I was like, there's no way Ben sends him back out. He's going he's gonna to murder somebody and get sent off. But then that second half hit, and we played like we were already winning the game. And like the the lack of lackadaisicalness, the listlessness, the 
the poor passing, the the not great like following men back, everything just felt so sloppy. Like like we were up three zero when we were two one down. Was bad, you know, on a kind of semi fluky corner goal where I don't think anybody knew what was happening in that moment when teenage shot the ball. So it just I. I don't understand the lack of intensity in the second half. When you look at the first like 35, 40 minutes of like dogfight, and then we're playing like nothing and the refs calling random fouls that aren't fouls and all sorts of stuff because he still feels the intensity from the beginning. It just, we really let that one get away. We were up a man for more than 45 minutes and we didn't come away with a point against a major rival. That's, that's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah. And Dyna Bros are heartbroken. And we end the streak, so everything is not Ugh, awesome. Why'd you remind me of that? Dang it, I man. did tell my wife that we were on like an eight, seven or eight game win streak too uh, today. Now this I'm even more my upset. fault. Ugh. I need to go since, eat. Sinski with all the... to eat my feelings. Kyle with all the emotions. <laughs> well, that's what we're here for. That's what we're here for, right? Um, all right, guys. Thank you for joining Dynam Bros. Don't forget, we'll be bringing you post-game reactions, no analysis, and all motion all season long. Thanks for tuning in. Stay faithful, even after a game like this. Thank you for listening to the Dynamo Faithful Podcast. We are Chris Sinski, Manny Farcier, Christopher Scroggins, Jake Barry, Kyle McGuire, Emmett Rumfield, and James Franklin. Dynamo Faithful is produced by Ian Gregory Graff with marketing and design from Zach Bellow. Dynabot is powered by predictions from 538 Club Soccer Predictions. Learn more at 538.com. Music provided by Alex Grohl on Pixabay. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at dynamo underscore faithful and send your questions to dynamofaithfulpod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and stay faithful.